Hello, hello. It's Jacob Hill with GRC Academy. I'm here with Mr. Rick Lemieux. Rick, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jacob. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Why don't we uh, start out? We recently partnered through SciTech Professionals and wanted to get you on board to talk about the NCSP program. So tell us a little bit about your background and experience. Sure, absolutely. I've been in the in the high tech sector for well well over forty four years. So I've kind of seen every major you know transition go on from the beginning to where we are today. Um, over the last uh, twenty years, I've been involved with my own company, the DVMS Institute. Previously to that, ITSM Solutions. I own both companies. I'm co owner of both, and we've been focused on helping organizations you know adopt and adapt best practices to their IT environment and now to their cybersecurity risk environment. My own personal history is really focused around originally as an engineer, helping organizations build some of the early networks and, and internetworks, if you will, back in the day, and then shifted into really started to focus in on helping organizations develop these best practice solutions that will enable them to ensure that their environment is not only optimized for cost, quality, and compliance, but also to add security to that as well, because that's that's the top of mind issue that everyone's trying to get ahead of right now. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. Let's talk about the NCSP program. Tell us about how that how that came to be. Well, it was an interesting journey. My partner Dave Nichols and I have been in the service management space for a long time, helping organizations kind of get to where they need to go, including the likes of Disney and the IRS and others. And so as we were on that journey, we were approached by an organization to build some training curriculum for a program that they wanted to bring to market called Resilia. And Resilia's focus was on helping organizations become cyber resilient so that they could recover in the event of an attack. So I, as I was going through the process of trying to figure out what we should build and how we should build it, I ran into a new framework called the NIST Cybersecurity Framework, which was brand new at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough to attend a uh, conference where I met a gentleman, a CISO from a major university back east, and um, and he was sharing with the community his adoption and adaption of the framework. So I became yeah. fascinated with what he was doing, and I decided to dig deeper into it. And as I dug deeper into it, I called my partner, Dave, and said, Dave, I think we've got something here that we should explore because I think this is where the market is going, where customers are going in terms of, you know, creating, protecting, and, you know, delivering their digital business value. Mm -hmm. So that's where it all began. And then we launched the program, our first program back in, I think it was 2017. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was release one in uh, 2020. I I always call it pre-pandemic. Yeah. Uh, we released uh, the 2.0 version, and then uh, just this past November, we have released our 3.0 version of the program, and it's really grown quite nicely. It's been well adopted in the market, not only by commercial enterprises across the globe, but also major governments. Uh, and I guess, you know, one of the dreams we had back then that, you know, someday this would become a mandatory requirement for all businesses, because we, you know, we kind of saw it back then, but... We had to wait for the world to catch up and, yeah. and, and figure out that this is a serious problem and that they need to, you know, they need to have some standardization around risk management. And uh, it, it turns out that the NIST cybersecurity framework quickly, you know, uh, rose to the top of the pyramid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just recently there's been, you know, regulations passed not only in the United States, but throughout the world, you know, 
many governments that the NIST framework is the framework that they are standardizing around and that they're building into their regulations for not only the government to adopt, but all critical infrastructure sectors like financial services, healthcare, energy, as well as all commercial enterprises. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you know, organizations need to protect, you know, their data and they need to protect their resiliency. Mm -hmm. And so that's how, you know, that's how the framework or the NIST cybersecurity professional program was, was created. And, you know, in a few minutes, I'll walk you through, you know, the different programs that are, that are available and what purpose they serve in the overall scheme. Yeah, excellent. And I understand you all got accredited through APMG. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So when we decided to to move forward, you know, in the NIST cybersecurity space, um, we also made a decision that it would be a good thing for us to have the program accredited mm-hmm. uh, by a third-party agency. So we partnered with APMG International. They're based in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been around for a long time. They were the accreditor for the EIDL framework, which mm-hmm. a lot of organizations have adopted and adapted across their environments. Uh, they also are the the, the primary uh, accreditor for any certification, cybersecurity certification training in the UK. So they work directly with the UK government in the National Cybersecurity Center, otherwise known as NCSD, which is part of GCHQ, the UK's National Security Agency. So not only did we get our products accredited by APMG, we also went through the process of getting our products certified by the NCSC. Mm. Now that's really important because what the NCSC does under guidance from GCHQ is to validate that the product actually delivers the outcome that it was designed for. Mm-hmm. So getting through that process, I, I will tell you that it was a it was interesting. It was a lot of fun, but a lot of work. Yeah. But we got through it for all of our products. Yeah, yeah. And then we then we followed that up with uh, with a, a additional uh, recognition by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, their CISER organization, and we have our products listed in what they call their NICS database, which is really a catalog of qualified training solutions designed to align with the NIST framework and the NICE cybersecurity workforce framework. Okay, excellent, excellent. Tell me more about that NC. Uh, was it the NCSC? over at the UK and how is that uh, Mm -hmm. impacting the adoption over in the UK? Well, yeah, the NCSC is really the, the primary government body that I always like to say sets the rules. Okay. So they establish policy with parliament to ensure that businesses, you know, have the guidance on what they need to do to protect themselves and to protect the UK government. So NCSC really plays a significant role in defining the rules, providing the guidance, and then certifying the training. So they are very, very serious about this problem. And at least in my opinion, based on what I've been doing over the last eight years in this particular space, they are leading the way. But it's interesting to see how quickly other countries are following what the UK is doing. The UK has a lot of influence outside of their own respective areas. You know, they they have influence in Canada, in, in Australia, you know, a lot of the island countries. So it's it's happening everywhere. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, you know, what you are, you're, you're going to get involved in this at some level. Yeah, that's awesome. What uh, what types of organizations, you touched on a little bit in, in the governments that are coming to you, but what kind of organizations have adopted the program? Well, I guess first and foremost, we talked about the UK. So the UK government, as well as many UK commercial entities mm-hmm. in the UK, major banks, insurance companies, major system integrators who work directly with the UK government and the UK Ministry of Defense. 
Uh, we have had uh, adoption in uh, Australia. We've had adoption in the Middle East from basically major oil companies, energy companies, mm -hmm. as well as other institutions. Mm -hmm. And we even had really good adoption here in the U.S. We've actually trained several agencies in the federal government. We've trained a lot of state and local governments. And we've also trained a lot of commercial enterprises, a lot of major banks. Um, what's interesting is that we've also been training a lot of folks in the uh, high end of the, uh, what I call the business consulting market, the folks from Deloitte and Ernst and & Young and, and organizations like that as well. So it's rolling. And I will tell you that over the last 60 days, when all the new regulations went into place, we are getting, our phones are ringing off the hook, or maybe that's probably not a good description these days. Our internet <laughs> or our emails are ringing off the hook, right? you know, with people who know they've got to go get this done. Yeah. Excellent. That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. I'd like to shift into the courses that are in a part of the NCSP program. Let's start with the first one, the awareness course. Tell me about that. Yeah, no, the awareness course is a very important you know, piece of the portfolio. It's designed to teach everyone in an organization what the fun fundamentals of digital business are. Mm -hmm. We all assume that everyone understands what digital is, mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily true. People think it's magic. You turn on your computer, you start working on your keyboard, you move your mouse and everything happens, you know. But there's a lot going on behind that in terms of not only how it all works, but, you know, what exactly, what value is it delivering to a customer? You know, mm -hmm. so the things are people aren't aware of, and we teach them that in the course. We also spend a lot of time teaching them about the risks associated with digital business. Okay. Because the threat landscape is massive, getting more massive every day. Mm -hmm. And they, as professionals, are being attacked in their professional capacity, but they're also being attacked in their personal capacity as well. Yes. So we want to help them understand what digital business is and what its risks are. Mm -hmm. We also introduce them to the fundamentals of the NIST cybersecurity framework. Mm -hmm. Why was it created? Why is your organization investing in it? And how can it help you and your organization mitigate those risks that sure. we just taught you about? And then the last week, we talk about how they can participate in deterring that risk. They become part of the resiliency scheme within an organization. And so that course is really good because it's focused on getting everyone on the same page. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Who, who's the target audience for the awareness course, would you say? Well, it, it, it's really, it's kind of the starting point mm -hmm. for a lot of organizations. And so the, the target audience, you know, could be the executive team who has no experience in this space at all. And that is absolutely true for small to medium-sized businesses. Okay. It could also be a, a you know, Fortune 500 company where now for the first time, the board and the executive teams are now being held personally accountable for an organization's risk management program. So they've got to get up to speed real fast. And you know, they, their lives are complex. They, they have much bigger things to think about and worry about, mm -hmm. but this has moved to the top of their pyramid. So the awareness course provides a great quick introduction for someone who doesn't have a lot of time to dive deeper into the more extended courses. Okay. But I think overall, it really is a product that is geared for everyone in an organization. People talk about awareness training. People need to be trained and aware of what's happening yeah. in this world. And most of the products out there today, I'm sure they're all good products and they serve a purpose, mm -hmm. but they obviously aren't doing the job because we are still getting breached and people are still the primary reasons why they're clicking on things they shouldn't or, and that's because they really don't understand the problem. Mm -hmm. So the whole purpose of this is to provide that awareness training at a level that allows people to 
understand what's really happening and then in, in turn take action on what they've learned. Yes, I see. Thank you. Thank you. Let's talk about the foundation course. Can you talk about that and who the target audience is for that? Sure. Yeah. The foundation course is a, an accredited certification course that does come with an examination and its purpose is to train those who have a responsibility uh, to create the business case. Basically, why should the business do this? How much is it going to cost? You know, who needs to be involved? And so you basically get together a core team of individuals who go through the foundation training and they, they can then, by going through that course, articulate to management how this investment is going to help them deliver a higher quality program to their, you know, to their customer, yeah. to build that trust and also to be in compliance with all of these new rules and regulations. So they build the foundation course teaches you the fundamentals of all the things you need to know to go get that done. Okay. And then you get certified at the end of that. Right. So that's how the foundation program works. Excellent. Let's talk about 853. Oh, that's my favorite course. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a, this is the third generation of our practitioner course. And what we did with the third, really 3.0 release is we integrated one of our specialist courses, which was called NIST 853 into the course. So that when people go through this course, they graduate with the skills in knowing how to do an organizational assessment, how to engineer and implement and operationalize a NIST cybersecurity framework program or adapt it across the business. They also understand the 853 controls, right? 853 is a NIST publication. I call it the godfather of all security and privacy controls that, that have ever been thought about. <laughs> yeah. And so when you graduate as a practitioner, you not only know how to adopt and adapt in this framework, but you know exactly with 53, where the controls fit in and obviously understand how to select the right controls for the business you know, that you're responsible for. It also comes with the certification exam. Now, what's really interesting about 53 practitioner is it comes with two different exams. Okay. You can either get the implementer exam or the auditor exam. Yeah. So when we built the 53 product, it's designed to teach the implementer how to develop or engineer a solution that is fit for use within the organization. Mm -hmm. How many times have people invested in something and they really never thought about how it was going to be used and thus it never got used. So that's a really important piece of the puzzle. The other side is um, how to ensure that the solution has, is fit for purpose. Mm -hmm. In other words, does it achieve the outcomes that are defined in the organizational strategic policies you know, for risk management? And, and also does it satisfy the requirement for the regulators as well? So the course is designed to bring the implementer and the auditor together as a team. So they're working together to ensure that by implementing it for use, but viewing it or thinking about it in terms of fit for purpose, you kind of take care of both things at the same time and you achieve success. I think more importantly is you put in place a system of systems, if you will, that can be leveraged and adjusted based upon changes in the internal, internal threat, external threat or requirements or the threat landscape itself. So it's a really powerful course that I think really does a good job of hitting the nail on the head. That's awesome. I have a question about the certifications. Could someone get the, with the implementer and the auditor certification? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, in fact, when you go through the 853 practitioner course, you qualify to sit for both exams. Okay. In the course, we teach both sides of the equation, right? So you learn the knowledge and skills, and then you go through the inline testing and whatever else. 
So you can actually sit for both exams. So you could be a certified implementer and auditor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Back when I was uh, working, I was actually a government employee for about five years and I started under DIACAP. Of course, now we're in RMF and NIST 853, mm -hmm. all that. But when I was starting, my boss handed me the DOD instruction for their cybersecurity program and said, hey, read this. And that was my training. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is fantastic. Have you seen United States government agencies looking at this course uh, with a high level of interest? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just to your point, Jacob, all the courses come with one of our core publications. We have published two books to date. One is The Fundamentals of Adopting the NIST Cybersecurity Framework. And the second one is A Practitioner's Guide uh, to Adapting the Framework yeah. to a Business. Okay. Yeah. These are body of knowledge guides that provide all the detail. It's kind of the cookbook on how to, you know, how to do what you need to do. Um, so these guides are really, really important. In fact, you, you could actually you know, buy the guide by itself and just read it. And you know, if you're one of those people who quick study, you can, you can really pick up some key things. Yeah. The courses abstract all the key points and really begin to create these mental models for you that allow you to you know, basically utilize that knowledge to help an organization move forward. Okay. The courses themselves, probably the, I, I think the only, if I'm, if I'm like understand it correctly. The only ones that teach you how, all right, and and that's where their focus is. And 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 when I say how, I talk about NIST eight hundred fifty three. There will be other controls like eight hundred one seventy one or ISO twenty seven thousand one. We have courses that teach you how to adapt and adapt those control systems in the context of the framework. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand that the framework creates five new business functions: identify, detect, protect, respond, and recover. Mm -hmm. Although I think right now with NIST 2.0 in development, they're looking at potentially adding governance as another function, mm -hmm. which I'm a big fan of, by the way. But to answer your question, yes, we, we have lots of people in the government who have either purchased the publications or purchased the courses or both and are very interested yeah. in this because it's designed to enable organizations to, to take action quickly. And I think if you think about where we are right now in terms of you know, the market and, and the attacks, it's every single day, U.S. Marshal's office just the other day. Yeah. People need to move quickly on this. That's right. And, and, the, and the legislation and the regulatory rules are, are basically ensuring that people move quickly. So this program will allow them to move quickly. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Let's talk about the NIST 800-171 course. Yeah, absolutely. As I mentioned, we built the awareness course, the foundations course, and the practitioner course with integrated with 853. And, and like I mentioned, because we wanted people to be able to have those skills to understand how to adopt and adapt the controls in 53 to the framework. Well, as you know, based on your experience in, in the 171 world and what the DOD is doing with the defense industrial base, we decided to build a specialty course for those organizations only required to adopt and adapt the 171 controls. You have to go through the practitioner course first, the 853. So you're walking into the specialist course, fully equipped to understand, you know, how to adopt and adapt the 171 controls. So it's specifically focused on those controls in the context of getting your organization ready for CMMC certification. Mm -hmm. Okay. We also have built a specialty course on ISO 27001, because that's a pretty common requirement for information security management. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's been adopted all the way across the globe. What we've done is we've built a specialist version of our course to adopt and adapt 
what ISO 27001 brings in the context of the framework. So everything, as you probably have already figured out, is centered around the NIST framework. And we want to make sure that organizations have, you know, the guidance and the trainings to ensure that those things get adopted and adapted correctly. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Rick, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for breaking down the NCSP program and all of it, the elements of that and telling us about the history. That was really fascinating. Thanks, Jacob. It's my pleasure. This is something that I'm really passionate about. I've been knee deep in this pool for a long time. And, uh, you know, I tell folks in the early days, I was the guy pushing the rope, hope when someone would grab onto it, thinking that this was the future. And I'm glad I was right. So yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for having me on today. Appreciate it. You're welcome.